This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, joining us now on the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Source guest line truly steps beyond convenience. We have uh, NFL legend Charles Haley. Charles Haley, one of the most feared defensive players of all time, one of the most successful players in National Football League history. Charles, good morning. We appreciate you joining us here. How are you? I'm doing good, my brother. How y'all doing? We're good. He's got a book. It's called Fear No Evil, Tackling Quarterbacks and Demons on My Way to the Hall of Fame. What was the most difficult part of writing this book for you, Charles? Um, hey, uh, um, just acknowledging that I had a mental illness, um, being open and honest about um, the things that I did and how um, not, not seeking help created a lot of animosity between me and my teammates. And it was, it was a way to let my teammates know what, what I was going through at the time because I regret the way I treated those guys. Did you have guys who either you spoke to or, or they, they read passages in the book that came to you and, and were like, wow, Charles, like, I'm really glad you tell me that and, and I forgive you. Thank you for that. Did you have guys tell you that? Um, you know what? Um, I, I didn't look for guys to say say that to me. Only thing I, I did was every time I met a teammate that I, I think I hurt, you know, I tried to sit and talk to them, tell them how I regretted it, tell them, you know, that, you know, I truly loved them and, and how important they were in my life. But I was so driven, driven by um, success and, you know, and being the best that, you know, I never looked at guys that look, was looking up to me for for support and, and leadership, you know, because I was always in attack mode. And if you didn't do your damn job, then, you know, I will ride you like a pickup truck. We got Charles Haley joining us here. His book, it's called Fear No Evil. It's out right now. Uh, I know Jerry Jones wrote a forward for the book. Ronnie Lott wrote a forward for the book. Uh, was there anything that those guys said to you or wrote for your book that, that moved you? Well, um, you know, Ronnie, Ronnie saved my career. Um, we, I, we were playing up at the Raiders, and, um, and I, I had probably a nervous breakdown, and I put my fist through this wire glass uh, window, and uh, I kept cut my hand and my wrist, my veins, and my it was, you know, I was sitting on the um, training room table and all the doctors and everybody was, um, they were standing in the door looking at me and uh, they had to run over and get Ronnie to come calm me down, you know, so they could work on my hands, sew it up and stuff. Um, so, you know, I'll never, you know, I've loved him from day one because he, he, he believed in me when, when um, I didn't believe myself to be able to, to play in the NFL. And, you know, and, and, and Jerry, oh, my God, man, he was awesome, man. He, he, um, he picked me up at the airport then. He, he talked to me. Hey, he, you know, he loved me from the first day 
man. He told me when he said, "I got your back." That changed my, that changed my mood and my life because I was um I was depressed. You know, I didn't think I was going to be successful. But you know, when you got the owner picking you up and treating you the, the way he did, it, it meant so much to me, man. Um, I love Jerry with all my heart, and I pray that he gets to the Hall of Fame this year. And the Cowboys take it all. Go go get that ring. Well, I, I wonder, and I want to ask you about the Cowboys coming up, but I wonder what made you believe Jerry Jones when he tells you, I got your back. I mean, I feel like a lot of owners, a lot of general managers, I mean, they could say things like that, and they don't really mean it. Like, why did you believe Jerry Jones? Um, because he was the first person to say that to me as an owner. Um, you know, Ed Barlow, I think, was the greatest owner that I've played for. But I didn't never have that type of relationship with where, you know, at any moment I can go up to Jerry, we can talk. You know, even now, you know, we talk crazy to each other. And, hey, I, he got the biggest laugh, the biggest smile. You know, it's just, you know he warms my heart um, because he's always been real with me. He, you know, Jerry is not fake with me. He's always been real with me, and, and I love him for that. Charles, I've been in a locker room for 10 years, and I've seen sometimes you just need to whoop a man's ass if he's not competitive like you and he's not reaching the same level of the competitiveness that you wanted your teammates to reach. So I could understand with wanting to go in there and whoop a man's ass in your own locker room, but how much of that is you being a jerk and how much of that was just another man needed to go ahead and get put in place? Um, a lot of me being a jerk, um, you know, and and – I, and you know what? I, I tried to motivate my teammates, um, but you know I would go too far. You know when you start talking about people, you know looks, and, and you start talking about their wives, talking about their kids, their mamas, you know their dads. You know that that's going overboard. And you know I regret a lot of that stuff, man. And it's you know I never understood why I couldn't turn the switch off and you know and tell guys the way I feel and leave it alone. But, you know, I went overboard. And then I would go out to practice. And, um, you know, I brought my A game every time I went out to practice. And so guys knew that, you know, and, and if you screwed up during the week, you know, during the game, you know what, hell come meet you on Wednesday. So um, they knew what's going to happen. And um, so I had to try to instill in these guys for a winning, a winning attitude. And, you know, there's no second place. You know, I you know I don't believe you don't remember the people that that came up second. You remember the people that won it all, and and that's what I want to be remembered for is that every week I went out, I, I laid it on line for my teammates. You know, I I I, I had back this problems, but yet you know I kept playing for them because I told my teammates I would never forsake them. I would always be there for them, and I and and that's what I did. What made you go ahead and just do this now? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wondering what, what happened in your life that you just needed to go ahead and mend a lot of these relationships and come out and tell your story. Who triggered this in you? Well, um, I, you know what, what the, the deal is, is that I would go out and talk to players and try to help them. I saw me and so many players that I was compelled to just step on out because I want to reach more players and let them know it's okay. You know, it's okay if you come out and, and, and support um, what we're doing, the movement of, of, of 
setting up and helping players with mental illness, or, you know, you just go get help. That's all I ask. And, you know, I would help guys. They would go see the psychiatrist. Then they'd call me and say, hey, um, they prescribed me medicine. Should I take it? You know, it's, it's a no-brainer, but they still need confirmation that it's okay. Because um, nobody, you know, they don't want to be known as having a mental illness. And, 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 you know, every time somebody goes out, every time somebody goes out um, and, um, and, and kills somebody and say, and say that um, they have a mental illness, that makes guys go back and back and back into the um, into the shadows. Hey, I would imagine hearing from a guy like Charles Haley, who is as tough as it gets, okay, in five Super Bowls, yeah, there's a stigma on mental illness, but uh, a young guy, he hears Charles Haley talk about it and how it's okay to, for others to talk about it and it's okay to get treatment. That That's a big deal, Charles. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I'm blessed to, um, to be able to have this opportunity to, um, to be able to, um, to be a helper instead of being an antagonist. And, um, and you know, I know uh, my way probably is not the way, but, you know, because I'm hard, I'm very firm, and a lot of guys don't like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, it's, it's about being either hot or cold. It's not about being warm and fuzzy, you know. Hey, either you do it or you don't. Either you man up or you, you don't man up. And, you know, and if you're going to seek help, damn, hey, use it. You know, and I, I get on, I, you know, I talk to Roger um, Goodell, and, and I talk to um, the, the Player Association. You know what? They need to have a dual diagnosis. When, when a player is, is drinking or doing drugs and they making $10, $12 million, there is something else wrong. But yet, you know, um, the, the NFL say, well, we can't do anything. We can't send them there because of the, of the, um, of the you know, player association contract. But these guys need to talk because it's not about punishment. It's about um, helping these guys understand that they need to tackle whatever the problem is that they're dealing with. Romo or Prescott, who does Charles Haley have? Oh, I, you know, there's no eight. This brother won 11 straight games and lost two. And everybody wants to throw him under the damn bus. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. You ride that horse out, you know. Hey, you put Romo in, you destroy that man's um, uh, confidence. You know, hey, I don't want to hear, oh, but, you know, you're going to be the quarterback of the future. No. No. Hey, when you do that, that anger set in that, you know, you don't believe in me, you want to leave. You, you look for the exit. You know, if they want this man to be a star, they want this man to, um, to perform and to be great week in and week out, then they need to let him know that un- unconditionally you are my quarterback. Charles is doing great work. Fear no evil. Tackling quarterbacks and demons on my way to the Hall of Fame. Keep up the great work, Charles. We appreciate you. Okay, thank you. That's Charles Haley right there, NFL legend. He is a legend, man. You got to be kidding me. I watched his special. We got a lot in common, Charles and I. You know, we played in the NFL. We punched through a window with the wire in it and cut our hand up pretty good. And We both like putting our meat in places where they shouldn't have been put. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.